Our second discussant is Catherine Ragasa. Catherine is a senior research fellow here at IFPRI. Look forward to your comments, Catherine. So thank you for the invitation, uh, good afternoon, and thank you for the opportunity to provide my observations and feedback on the direction of the Food Security Journal. So I'm an author, a reviewer, and a regular consumer of the papers in this journal. So as an author, I've published two um, articles, and one of them, which is on fertilizer subsidy on maize, which is one of the most important uh, food crops in Ghana, um, is um, highly cited. It's in one of those you know, um, articles with high attention score and among the 80th percentile based on altmetric you know, score. So that's good. <laughs> that's good for me and good for the journal. Um, I'm a reviewer. I review um, two to three um, journal submissions, journal um, manuscripts um, a year. And as a consumer, I um, have cited at least you know, 10 articles in my papers in the last um, two years. So I've read many useful, exciting, very interesting you know, articles from, from this journal. And in fact, food security and another journal, which is global food security, these are my two journals, to go to journals, when I'm looking at uh, papers that discuss um, food security issues. Um, however, I've noticed that uh, there's wide variation in terms of the quality of the papers that have been published in the journal. And there's heavy uh, focus on some of the themes which you have uh, clearly are discussed, but there are also major themes that I think are crucial which are still underrepresented in the journal. So I will you know, provide you know, three or four of my observations and you know, some thoughts on what I think um, can, we can do to enhance the relevance, the uh, contribution, and impact of the journal from its already high and reputable base. So let me start with my first observation, which I think you know, we need a more holistic view of food security and nutrition. And the opposite of that, or the lack of them, which is food insecurity and malnutrition. We all know, we're from IFPRI, that malnutrition can be in three forms. Undernutrition, which is the dietary energy deficiency, which I think is the major, the heavy focus of the journal, which is, which is fine, considering the historical uh, account of the journal that you have you know, mentioned in you know, Richard and Serge. Uh, but there's also the micronutrient deficiency, and the last one, which is the obesity and overweight. Um, I've been reading the WHO reports, which I'm sure you, know, you are also you know, aware that while undernutrition is very crucial to address, and it's still the main burden, especially for kids under five, but obesity and overweight has also become, or has represent, it has represent as a major burden for adults. And based on WHO estimates, um, they have been estimating that uh, death from overweight or obesity has you know, surpassed. There, there's more weight, there, there are more deaths from obesity and overweight than underweight. And you know, while you know, children under nutrition is you know, decreasing over time, which is great you know, news for everybody, but child obesity and overweight is on the rise. And WHO has estimated that obesity worldwide has you know, more than doubled since you know, 1980. So we, I, it's understandable how you know, the origins of uh, Food Security Journal is, which is you know, the heavy focus on 
the production you know, side and the hunger, famine, and you know, undernutrition. But I think there are other problems in many of the countries that we work on, and uh, they are you know, faced with, with multiple burdens of you know, malnutrition, and not just hunger, and not just you know, undernutrition. And I think we are increasingly understanding that food security is more than just producing food, but it's a fundamental issue of access to nutritious, healthy, diverse, and you know, safe food for everyone. My second point is the whole concept of um, food systems, which Suresh has mentioned, Serge and Richard have mentioned. Uh, the concept of food system that has been increasingly used in policy discussions. And um, it's, uh, it's one way of thinking and a system you know, approach that would better understand the challenges and opportunities for improving food um, security and nutrition. Uh, Suresh so mentioned you know, the report of the high-level panel of experts on food security and nutrition, where they highlight food you know, systems you know, approach, which consists of three major elements. One is food systems chain, um, or food supply chains. The second is food environment. And the third is consumer behavior. So first element on food um, supply you know, chains. So it starts from two inputs, production you know, systems. That's the start. And I think there's heavy focus on the journal on that particular aspect. But there's also a wide range of other um, stages of you know, the production or uh, stages of the supply chain. You have the processing, packaging, distribution, retail, and wholesale markets. So I think it's uh, underrepresented right now in the journal, but there could be more focus on the middle of the chain. And there's also limited attention on consumer and consumer behavior in the journal that could be further you know, enhanced and intensified within the journal. Lastly, on the food you know, environments, um, as you know, Serge and you know, Richard have mentioned the different you know, environments, you know, right? The biophysical, environmental you know, factors. These are really great, and I think many of the papers in the journal have um, addressed this one. But there are also a lot of issues more uh, related to economic, political you know, changes, social-cultural you know, changes, like, for example, gender-based you know, constraints, and the changing role of women in the households and the implications of the changing food systems, you know, for example, on um, worsening the time burden and workload of women. There's also the whole demographic factors, population, you've mentioned migration, but also the changing patterns and increasing um, share of the population that are growing, that are going to um, the urban areas. So these, I think, are the factors that um, are very important it's you know, discussed in piecemeal or in silos in the journal, but a systematic um, assessment of these factors and the interlinkages of these different factors and how these different factors, or you call it food en environment, influence or impact food security and nutrition. And the third point, it's good that I'm the last speaker, so I have, I guess, you know, eight minutes or nine minutes, no. is it? Sorry, <laughs> last one. Uh, my observation uh, with the journal is that um, there's very, I think, in very few, you know, really articles in the journal wherein food safety, oh, I'm, I'm working a lot on food safety, on food security has been the focus or there has been discussion a lot on food security and nutrition itself. 
oftentimes, what I've noticed in the journal is that uh, food security is just used in passing, in the introduction, even in the title, and then mentioned again in the conclusion. But it's not really an in-depth discussion of food security and nutrition you know, issues. So I think you know, that's you know, one area where we could you know, all um, enhance the, the impact of the, of, of the journal. I have more to say, but I'll stop here, and I can continue my one-on-one discussions you know, with you. But I just uh, would like to, you know, to thank the editors and the editor, uh, editorial board and also re the reviewers for the service and also the dedication to the journal, which is, as a researcher, this is our to-go-to you know, journal. So thank you.